American Pie is double. No, excuse me. This is the Horse Radio Network. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Glenn the Geek, and I'm coming to you from Flintstone Media Studios in Boynton Beach, Florida. Wow, that sounds a lot fancier than yeah. normal. I'm Jamie Jennings, and I'm coming at you from Flag is Up Farms in Solving, California, so you could suck it. <laughs> You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network. It's, I don't know, February 5th, and this is episode 1866, brought to you by Omega Alpha Equine. Good morning, Horse World. Monday, Monday, can't trust that day. I didn't know. Well, it's your fault, so... Behind our mask, we're perfectly ordinary people. And now, our perfectly unordinary host, Jamie Jennings. Really? <laughs> Just remember, my friend, that payback can happen. And Glenn the Geek. I'd have to get new tight. That's right, sunny California. Can I just complain about the weather here? Because it's so hot. It was like 87 yesterday. That's hotter than Phoenix. What's going on? Yeah, It's a little toasty down here in uh, southern Florida, too. Oh, our lives are so hard, Glenn. <laughs> it is this hard. winter it is has hard. been so rough. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, so you're down at Jimmy's. I am here at Flag is Up, and um, I drove here on Saturday. 11 hours, actually 12, because I stopped and horse shopped for oh, We're going to have to hear about that later. Oh, yeah. Are that you allowed a... to talk about it? I, yeah, it's actually, like, I can even tell you real quick if you want, because it no, was... No, 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 we uh, have to hold, I've got to be held in suspense for that. Oh, yeah. Well, the only person who really cares is Jennifer. She's, like, super <laughs> excited to hear about it. <laughs> no, she really was. And then oh, I the think another client's going to be, another Thanks. horse is going to be delivered here to Flags Up Farms on Saturday for me to try. <laughs> How cool is that? Uh, this chick wants a horse. Yeah. <laughs> and she will not buy one unless I, I will not let her. She are not buying your own horse. <laughs> so, yeah, that's exciting. Um, so that happened. And then I got to tell you who I met last night. Oh, my God. It was so exciting. So I'll tell you all about that. I'll use my daily winning as that. And we got to so. talk about commercials, too. We got to talk oh, about commercials. We come gotta, on. We got to talk about there was apparently a game surrounding the Justin Timberlake concert last night. I don't know much about what happened outside of the JT. Uh, concert, which God, he's so hot and he can dance. Oh, I don't care who you are. You got to appreciate that. And <laughs> they had an actual band. I was shocked. <laughs> When's the last yeah. time you saw a band at halftime? At a I started, I started thinking, I was like, you play trumpet for your entire life. And everybody's like the loser who plays the trumpet. Cause Chad plays the trumpet and we always made fun of, and, and then like, it like really where is playing the trumpet got you. Well, I stood right behind Justin Timberlake at a halftime show. Suck it. Like, <laughs> and how about the kid who he went up to uh, and did the selfie with? Oh my gosh, it was he was so fantastic. And then I started thinking, like, oh, I'm a backup dancer. I'm a dancer. Oh, really? What kind of career are you going to get dancing? Oh, how about I dance with Justin Timberlake at the halftime show of Super Bowl? 
Yeah. <laughs> so whatever your my my point is, whatever your dream is, go for it. You never know where you can That's go right. with it. You just go for it. Be. You want to, I don't know, kick tires for a living. Just do it because somehow you'll end up at the Super Bowl. I, I want to know how much the guy gets paid that squirts water into their mouths at you know when they take breaks and he runs out there with the water bottle and squirts it into the players' mouths. What is that job description? What's the exact title? I bet you it's really long and he gets paid like a hundred grand a year to squirt water. Okay, so I did that for a high a high school team and I was the water boy. And I had to walk out there and I was like, seriously, you can't even pick up the water bottle yourself. I have to squirt it in your face. And so yeah. by the end of the year, because I was like in sixth grade and they were like in eighth grade, I just squirt their face. It was hilarious. <laughs> It's like, you're ridiculous. You're in eighth grade. Who do you think you are? <laughs> they saw it on TV and that meant it had to happen for them too. Like, why are you? Yeah. So you were the cutest water bottle girl ever. I was. I was adorable. <laughs> I want to know how much that job pays. It's like yeah. once a week, you go squirt water. I, mean, I only maybe... did it because my, ma- my dad made me because he got sideline tickets to uh, like the high school games. Because I squirted water on people. I don't. Why are we talking about <laughs> this? Know. Move on, Je- Jennifer. Do we have a show today or not? Uh, I think we do. I'm not sure. This Let's see how it goes. Therapy, yeah. Okay. The show is therapy for me. I have let people know that it is like going laying on the couch. Go ahead. Are, we, <laughs> do you, are you going to tell us who we have, or do you want me to? Well, uh, I can do that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Coming up on today's Omega Alpha Equine Monday edition, Tim Browning is going to stop by, and he is with the Northeast Everglades Trail Association. Going to tell us about a little get-together they're having, trying to encourage more folks to go out and use the trails, because if more folks use the trails, we have more trails. How about that? Is this like the Everglades with the alligators? It might be. We'll have to ask. And the big snakes. Could be. Who wants to ride there? That's going to be my Giddy question. Up. I would. Let's go. Let's go. There we go. And then after the break, we're going to chat with Dr. Chang, and he's going to talk about natural liniment from Omega Alpha Equine. And then Leslie from Horse Nation is just going to hit the sarcasm button and run with it. So stay tuned oh, for the Leslie's break. coming to us, by the way, from Bergen, Norway. What? Yes, she's in Bergen, Norway. She said that Lisa Slade and I are here for the week, our own little equestrian equestrian journalism retreat. Does that just sound like an excuse to drink for a week in Norway? And what do they drink in Norway? Who goes to Norway? I don't know. Bergen sounds cold, actually. I don't know. It's Norway and it's winter. Gotta be cold. Anyway, that's what's coming up on today's show. I do have a daily winnie, Jennifer. And my daily Winnie is a birthday. Do you have the birthday music or should Jamie sing? Oh my God, you're so difficult, Glenn. I just, I'm asking a lot today. I'm sorry. If I can press She's the looking. button, I have birthday music. Come on, button. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday to you. <laughs> of our terrific auditors by the name of Biz Stam's birthday today. And not only is she an auditor, she's one of the writers of the new stories that we're telling over on Stable Scoop, which has been a lot of fun and people seem to be enjoying them. So she's also a good uh, writer and she writes for Horse Nation too. So happy birthday, girl. I also have to give a second daily Winnie out to Devin uh, Horn. Remember Devin? She's our superstar uh, badass athlete uh, who I had on Stable Scoop uh, last yeah, week. We all know Devin, yeah. Well, guess what she just did? She just completed her first 100-mile, not ride, run on her little feet. Oh, my uh, God. Are you serious? 27 thought- hours to finish. She, she came in like 27th out of 88 women. 
in this race. And it's not flat. Like, it's not Florida. This is up and down mountains uh, for 100 miles. And her dad tired. does that, too. He's a, he's a, what do they call that? A marathon? Not a marathon runner. A nut? So like, they call it a nut? <laughs> Well but uh, yeah, so she finished that. Uh, so congratulations to her because that is something none of us are ever going to even get close to. Two words, nipple chafing. Sorry, move on. <laughs> we probably have things. My daily when he goes out to, oh my gosh, I have two new best friends in this world and I'm so happy. Uh, I got to have dinner with our auditor, Alexander Ireland, last night. And as I called her all night, Olympian Lauren Billings. But <laughs> I guess when you go to the Olympics, your name is Olympian so and so. Like so, I, it's like being it's like being knighted by the Queen. Yeah, it's like being a Hooters waitress. You're a Hooters waitress forever. Like you work there, you're former that's Hooters. Not waitress. necessarily analogy I would have used, <laughs> <laughs> or it was, should have been the analogy I used. You came up with that. I don't know. Olympian Lauren Billies is apparently like best friends with Alexandra, who is our auditor. And so I'm last night, my friend Joe here, she works here at flag is up and she's from Wales and she had never seen a Super Bowl, like didn't even actually know what football was. So I'm like, well, I know a little more than you do. So we got in the car and we went to the solving brewing company. And as I'm getting out of the car, Alexander Ireland messages me, Hey, are you in solving? We're here. Wait, I'm sorry. What? She's like, I, I remember you said you were going to possibly be here. I don't know if you are. Are you here? And I was like, I'm at the brewing company. 10 minutes later, they join us for dinner. Oh, cool. It was so fun. So we, we had some drinks there and then went to dinner and oh my gosh, they're so cool. It was like, it was like the four of us were just Insta best friends. It was fantastic. And, um, so anyway, really fun. And I love meeting our listeners and I, I love picking their brains and, and talking to them. And, and basically um, what I got was she loves me the most and you're pretty much just there to her. Okay. <laughs> that might've been the wine That's talking. That's the way it is for everybody. <laughs> you know, but somebody has to be the just there guy. <laughs> you're the just there guy. You're okay with there. that. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, there's Johnny Carson and then the Ed McMahon. I'm Ed McMahon. In the oh my gosh, I never thought of that. Well, but I'm on Ed McMahon, right? You're Otherwise, right. Johnny's just alone. talking to himself, right? Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Thank you, I'm Ed. Okay, with that. <laughs> no, I'm just teasing. She so, loves our I show, and, and she's fine. awesome. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. I get to hang out with you. It's fine. <laughs> Life is good. Um, so let's, uh, let's hear about your little shopping. Oh, did you, you're done with your daily money? You're good now? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. All right. Yeah. So um, let's hear about shopping on the way to, uh, California. So my clients, like, uh, there's a horse that is in California and I went to look at it and, and I looked at the map and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's 10 minutes out of my way. So of course we have to stop and look at it. And she follows me, which is nice to have when you're driving through the, the desert with horses as some assistance, not at least she'd maybe have cell service to call somebody <laughs> if I didn't. Um, neither one of us are good for actually anything if there's an emergency, but, uh, so we are, we head out and get 10 minutes off the road and get there. And this horse is so beautiful. He's a big 17 hand black and white paint horse 
absolutely stunning, sweet disposition. And this was a facility that was very small, but there was like 50 horses boarded there. It was one of those California beautiful trees everywhere, but there's just horses everywhere. Everybody's all the time. Yeah. No turnout. Well, I think they had some little turnouts and that was part of the problem is we're walking to the arena and she's like, um, can we just, can we wait here for a minute? And I was like, yeah, what's going on? There's a loose horse like galloping around the entire property. It's <laughs> because you're on the property. There's going to be a loose there, horse. <laughs> I thank God I wasn't on the horse yet, but he actually handled it pretty well. And I was like, oh, look at his temperament. So I helped yard this horse because there's like, there's 50 horses here and there's a hundred people here and not one person helped this poor lady who's chasing this horse around with a halter around her shoulder. I was like, <laughs> let me help you. So I help her yard the horse to get the horse. Then she goes to get on the horse and, and try him out. Walk, truck, canter, turn around, walk, truck, canter. Like, great. Perfect. Let me see him on a loose rein. Walk, truck, canter. He's a little unbalanced, but he's 17 hands and he's five years old. So no problem. So I get on him. Same thing. I, I, I try to ride a horse like the client would ride it. You know, anybody in the world, who is a trainer can get on a horse and put it together in a frame and make it look balanced. But the true test, someday I'm going to write a book is dropping the reins and seeing how the horse handles a loose rein. So if you're ever trying a horse, try that because I swear to God, nine out of 10 will just take off. And that's not a good thing for a, a student that doesn't know how to ride connected yet. So this is my big stickler. So I dropped the reins and actually did fairly good for going around on a loose rein. I'm like, I go, Jen, and again, we've tried a lot of horses. I go, I might actually let you ride this one. And she's like, cool. Cause I think we've tried 10 horses and I haven't actually <laughs> let her get on one. <laughs> so people be honest. Why would you waste your time in a mine? Okay. So we go to, and I'm like, you're going to ride this one. She's like, cool. So I'm like, let's just set up a little cross rail. And I mean, He's, he's very green. He's very young. And he's apparently, he, they showed us a video of him jumping uh, over a cross rail. And so I take him to the cross rail, which is like four inches tall. And I turn, I come up the center line towards the cross rail and that horse stops dead 30 feet out. <laughs> nope. I'm not going to that. And I'm like, wait a second. Like I, but I've seen the video of this. She goes, we usually jump the other way. I was like, the you other can't way? dictate what direction you jump. <laughs> we go left and not right. <laughs> so I was going away from the gate and she's like, we always uh, jump to the gate. I'm like, uh, but if a beginner needs to jump in either direction, it should, the horse should you, jump. Anyway. You know, when, when the uh, course designers put the courses together, <laughs> they, um, don't they really care. don't put them all toward the gate. It's, no. it's to be hard actually to do that. Yeah. You jump to, and then you canter all the way around. Way around. <laughs> you come back down. Yeah. So, um, I, I was like, well, let, let's just try a pole on the ground, just a single pole, no standards. And after about five minutes, I got him to go over the pole. And then, then I'm like, okay, well I'll jump him towards the gate over the cross rail. Nope. Then I'm like, drop the cross rail down and put it as a pole on the ground. Nope. Then I'm like, you Walk over it first, and we're going to go behind you. Nope. I don't, <laughs> it's like, Jen, I don't think this is your future event horse. She's like, bummer. I mean, she's like, I kind of knew when I saw him 30 feet out, stop at a cross rail. I kind of knew. So yesterday, apparently, the seller messages my client and goes, hey, we got him jumping today. I think he's ready. <laughs> I fixed it. And it's fixed. So 
It's fixed in a day. I don't want to know what they did to get him over the There's jump. There's a drug for that. There's no video. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We got him. We got him over. Don't you worry about how we did it. And so she messages me. Do you think that? Don't tell me she wanted to go back. Go look at him on the uh, way home. Maybe yeah. pick him up. And I said, uh, I haven't responded to her, but I almost guarantee she's going to listen. No, Jennifer. <laughs> no. No. Okay. I love you. I love you. And I know he was very big and very pretty, but it's just not. And so I actually talked to Olympian Lauren Billy's about him last night um, because you have to throw in the Olympian part. And she was like, "Uh, no. And I said, why not? She goes, because you'll deal with that forever. You know, uh, if a horse that says no that much is going to be sticky. She's like, that's not a big, it's inappropriate. So Lauren Billy said, no, Jennifer. There you go. You're backed up now. You're good. Yep. I have a, a, it's not an, just and, you being an old meanie. And Lauren and I decided we're going to write a book on how to horse shop and how not to horse shop. So <laughs> look for that on the shelves. You could write a book on that, actually. You really could. Mine would be a comedy book. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think if we put all the horse shopping clips, we should do that if we had time someday to put all the horse shopping clips over the years of you talking about horse shopping together. First of all, it'd be a 12-hour show. <laughs> but it would be funny. <laughs> Chad said I should do that. He's like, you should go back and listen to everyone and put that into writing. Oh, it'd be funny. Oh, it'd be funny. You could write a book about that. Yep. I don't know. I'd need my Ed McMahon. It doesn't work without <laughs> Ed. <laughs> well, um, uh, so exams to... start today. Yeah. Just so I'm back and flag okay. is up. Exams yep. start today. Um, we have a whole bunch of wild horses and they all look like precious magic Gallup Jennings, who, by the way, also made the trailer ride and is here with me. And so it's, uh, it's I figure, good. I figure we got a few holes in our training that we need to fill in. So I gotta, I'm going to ha- bring Jemmy over if you don't mind while Jennifer's getting oh, the first yeah, guest I on. Hear what happened yeah. Her. Cause she had a funny story. It's an interesting place where she lives her new, uh, apartment here. Um, it's an interesting place. So I'm going to let her tell the story. I have to, I won't be on the mic though. So it's just, she's going to take over here. Okay, here you go. <laughs> How do those things fit in my ear, Glenn? <laughs> yeah. I'm using, I'm using Glenn's headphones and it's a little bit tricky. How are you? Take your time. Hi, darling. How are you? Fan flipping tastic. <laughs> so yeah, so as as Glenn was alluding to, it's a very interesting place. Lovely, lovely place, full of you know luscious trees and peacocks and reserved parking. And apparently, reserved parking spots are a big hot button for people here. <laughs> oh. So like literally, the day that I move in, I call management and I say, you know, which is my reserved spot? They tell me because um, they're nice, reserved, like covered parking spots, like parking stall. So he said, number 23 is yours. I said, okay. Um, and I'm moving in and my next door neighbor's like, this isn't your spot but on move-in day. Not hello. Nice to meet you. Welcome. To-. No, this isn't your spot. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. So I call management and, um, and confirm. They said, yeah, that's your spot. Just ignore him. Blah, blah, blah. So that's fine. Um, and then a couple of days later, I had a note left on my car, um, basically saying this isn't my spot, but they didn't sign it. So I'm like, this is just this is just going to be a thing. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be a thing. <laughs> so I call management again and again. They confirm this is your spot. But the person they didn't sign it. So I had no idea who the letter was from, you know. 
Um, and I said, can you guys please put up on your letterhead a sign on my parking spot that says this is for my unit number? Um, he's like, well, just put a sign on your car and telling them to call management if anyone has a problem with you parking there. I said, okay, fine. So I take the the, the note that the guy had left me unsigned. <laughs> I turn it over <laughs> and I write down, hey, I've confirmed twice now with management. Um, please call them if you have an issue. And I sign it with my name and my unit number. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to have to get in contact with either management or me. Uh, so I didn't hear anything for like a week. I'm thinking it's all resolved. This is great. No, it wasn't Jamie. It was not resolved. Oh no. <laughs> what happened? So this past, that was last Thursday. So this past Thursday, my son had an excellent week with his homework and everything. So I decided to treat him with, I'm sorry. I know you're not going to be happy about this, Jamie, but I decided to treat him with a, a run to McDonald's. And, um, when we were gone for like a half hour and we get back, there's another car in my spot. So, I didn't know if it was the same random anonymous note person or if it was like a guest of a resident or what it was. But at this point, I still had never seen the car that thought it was supposed to be in that spot. So I go and I had to park in a visitor spot. I run Jojo and the food upstairs and I write another note. It feels like eighth grade with all these notes on a sticky saying, you know, putting saying that they're in my res- reserve spot and the call management and da, da, da. And again, I sign it. I put it on their car. So that car was there all night, right? So I was thinking it's probably the guy who thinks he's supposed to be parking there. So I, I had random sleep hours. And at 2.30 in the morning, I was up. And I went to my car to see if maybe they had left a note for me. Now, Jamie, there was no note. But there was something else. Another little treasure mm. <laughs> on my car. I'll give you three guesses. Wait, was your car, so your car is still in the visitor parking? Yeah, so my car is still at 2.30 morning out in the visitor parking spot. I didn't see any notes or anything like that left on the guy's car for me, so I thought maybe he left them, left me something in my car. So I went out there to check, and again, no note, but it was covered in the most disgusting stuff I'd ever seen. It looked like, like if you ever were to open up your your garbage disposal, like what the gunk might be in there that's been... <laughs> collecting over the years like that's what it looked and smelled like it was i mean and just covered my car was covered in it jamie were you, were you parked under a weird sewer tree like well that's what i'm like i'm like oh my god my immediate thought is oh we've come to this now like this is really <laughs> what we've come to so i take my phone out and i start taking pictures and video and everything and i'm like oh this is just this is gross and I'm like, ah, oh. I start to walk away and I'm like, damn it, darn it, sorry, let me curse. darn it, this is going to be, now I have to like call the cops, this is technically vandalism, like I don't want to deal with this, it's 2.30 in the morning, this sucks. <laughs> so I take out my phone to call the police and as I'm putting my phone up to my, my ear, I hear this rustling over my head. <laughs> I oh look up. Oh my gosh. And nestled in the trees above my car are these huge peacocks, like four or five of them. So they had just been dropping bombs on my car all night long. (laughs) You're so paranoid. And it suddenly occurred to me why the reserve spots are covered. protect people's cars from peacock poo so I'm like oh thank god i didn't call the police about this can you imagine how embarrassing <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> god sorry no 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 so i didn't call so anyway so the next morning i walk out 
Um, and the other car was now gone and there was now a sticky note in its place. So I look at it and basically it says same thing again. It's not your spot. Please call management. But again, they didn't sign it. So I'm like, oh, so I'm, I called management now again. Cause I'm just so over this whole thing. I mean, I had my car was just covered in poo. So I, I, I left them a message. I have to take Jordan to school to drop off his homework. And I can barely see the windshield. <laughs> oh my like, god! Where I'm going? Because it's covered in poo. So he, it was take your kid to work day. So I was supposed to drop Jordan off at his dad's office. There was no way I was going to make it because I couldn't see in through my windshield. So I bring Jordan's homework. Luckily, his school is like two minutes from me, and then go to the nearest car wash. So I'm in the line waiting to go into the car wash and I get the call back from management. I'm like, dude, listen, I'm literally sitting in line right now with my car covered in peacock poo because somebody else thinks that my spot is their spot. You need to do something. please. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so as of yet, it's still unresolved. I'm still waiting here back. He's the guy at the office was supposed to call the property management. Let me manager. Let me know what to do. But Oh my God. Thank the Lord. I did not call the cops. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be like a real douchebag move to a real, like you move. park in visitor parking and then they put something on your car. Like, come on, <laughs> you're paranoid. But then again, this is South Florida and anything can happen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, that's really frustrating though. Like the bottom line is you just moved in and it's like a hostile living environment and you can't just move out real quick. Well, the thing is it's everything else is so great about this place and th there's literally nothing I can do because if I park somewhere else, I know what you can me. do. Like they need to just call. What? what? <laughs> Let's get real here. Okay. <laughs> if the car parks in your spot again, just take your car key and mark it up. Like, come on. <laughs> no, I put it, I, I mark it up in, in, in very, a, a new note, a new note, note 2.0. Yeah. This I is my you to spot. Management, this is my spot. And write that on the hood. And I okay. promise you, they will think twice about parking there again. Put management's phone number in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, um, I think your guest is ready. So I'm going to kick this back off to Glenn, but it was great chatting with you, Jamie. Lovely chatting with you too. Thank I'll talk you. To you. And okay. if you have any other ideas for peacock poo, please <laughs> Knife you know. in the side of the tire. That always works. All right. I'm back. <clears throat> Can you imagine the cops and the stories they would have told for the next two weeks? I I mean, as she was telling it, I was like, God, she sounds crazy. Like, <laughs> she sounds paranoid. <laughs> she was. It was funny. Yeah, I can imagine the cops. That would have been funny. Yeah. All right. Let's... <laughs> Let's get our first guest on here, and we have Tim Browning coming on, and he's also from Southern Florida, and he is with the Northeast Everglades Trails Association, which actually is just due west of us here, uh, and good morning, Tim. Tim, are you there? Do we have him? Um, hold on a second. I can't he get him. Up. No, he's here. Tim, are you there? Yes, I am. Oh, good. Sorry about that. That was my Hello? fault. Can you hear me? Yeah, but we're getting a lot of beep, a lot of interference. Yes, we are. Hey, yeah, yeah Jennifer, um, can you check on that for me and see if we can get that cleared up a little? Um, so Jennifer's going Jennifer's gonna to check on that and see if we can uh, get that cleared up a little. 
So I, uh, McLean Ward, we were supposed to do an interview with him yesterday, Emily and I. That's one of the reasons I came down to Wellington. And uh, we we got postponed because his classes went a little long at the show. So Bummer. we were sp- supposed to have that for tomorrow morning's uh, Emily Jumping episode. So there will be no episode tomorrow morning. We have the interview with him on Tuesday afternoon. We're going to put that together and put it out on the feed. So the, this the, is my surprised face that a hundred uh, that a that a show went long. Yeah, yeah. There are so many people down here. It is crazy. Yeah, I drove by the showgrounds when it was letting out from the afternoon Grand Prix session. There was a line of a thousand cars. It it was just crazy. Wellington's an interesting place when 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 it's in season. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy. So Jennifer's going to let us know here what uh, what's going on there. Um, so we will have that episode for you. We will have the McLean Ward interview, hopefully. With fingers I mean, crossed. it almost needs to go out on Equestrian Legends, too, is it? It is going to. We're going to actually record it as an Equestrian Legends episode, and then cool. we'll put it out also on this feed. Cool. Because he's definitely, I mean, he won Question of the Year. Tim, are you back? I am here. Is it better now? Are, are you getting this better? Uh, we get a beep every now and then, but we're good. Okay, good. All right, good. So, Tim, uh, tell us, what is the Northeast Everglades Trails Association? We are a uh, coordinating uh, group. Uh, our mission is uh, we're a nonprofit organization working on behalf of uh, all trail interests, including hikers, bikers, uh, bicycle riders, that is. Mm-hmm. horseback riders, water trail, and other uh, passive trails. Our goal is to uh, support trails by uh, finding common ground and promoting cooperation uh, with all interest. We try to collect our uh, trail users uh, as a voice to uh, coordinate with government agencies and to get people out on the trails, get them familiar with the trails, Get them loving the trail so we can keep them and expand and, them. And this is around the Everglades in Southern Florida. Where exactly is it? Yeah, we're we're mostly in the Northeast Everglades uh, area, uh, Northern Palm Beach County and uh, Barton County. Okay. Yep. Um, and so I was joking earlier. We, I was joking earlier that so you're basically riding with alligators and large snakes. <laughs> you got. You got it. We saw, <laughs> I didn't see any large alligators yesterday. We did see about four baby gators in a pond, and we did see our first rattlesnake on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you. well clear of us. Well, tell us real quick. Our sound is not great, so I, I, I want to make sure we get to this. Um, yes, yes. You have an event coming up. Sure. Tell us about the event. Yes, this is our annual um, premiere event. This is our Ocean to Lake event. Uh, Traditionally, we've gone from Jonathan Dickinson State Park to Jupiter Farms Park through Corbett and then up to Dupuy. This year, in keeping with our uh, original theme, Ocean to Lake, uh, well, I, I, excuse me, I, I said that backwards. It's Traditionally, it started from Dupuy and gone the other direction, uh, culminating at Jonathan Dickinson. This year, we are starting, uh, it's a three-day event. The equestrians uh, do the first day event on Friday, February 23rd, three weeks, uh, starting from Jonathan Dickinson State Park. How long a ride is that? Park. 
That's about twenty. That's twenty mile right for the experience. And then we're going to camp at uh, Jupiter Farms Park uh, that Saturday night. Uh, the next day, they will leave from Jupiter Farms Park, go to Camp I at, in Corbett, which is out uh, west of uh, Beeline Highway, north of a few miles north of uh, Indian Town, but uh, well west of uh, Indian Town Road. They're going to camp there, and then Sunday morning, the 25th. They will ride from uh, Corbett to the Dupuy management area. There's a, a nice equestrian area in Dupuy, and uh, we will have our finale with food and festivities. And then, But we're also going to have uh, a two-day biker event and two-day hiker event. The, the bikers will be uh, leaving from Jupiter Farms Park to about a 30-mile loop back through the Hungry Lands, Back to Jupiter Farms. That's Park. okay. We we and only care about the horses look. anyway. We are, <laughs> that's okay. all we care about. Okay. So now, uh, how but, many horses? Yeah, do we have what, I'm, what I'm just saying this. Uh, typically, we've had uh, uh, thirty plus horses, okay. as many as uh, forty. And uh, this year, uh, we were we were off a year last year, so we don't anticipate. And because of our change, we don't anticipate quite as many this year. We've got uh, probably a dozen so far, and we anticipate a lot of last-minute registration. So I, I anticipate probably a couple dozen this year. Well, there you go, Jennifer. You can uh, go down and ride with the alligators and the big snakes. Sounds Woo! perfect. Yeah, but up on that horseback, you you're you're well away from those guys. <laughs> All right, what's the what's 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 the uh, website address, or is there a Facebook page or somewhere we can go? You still there? Anybody still there? I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Okay. I was just. Uh... I think we lost Tim. Actually, he's totally gone now. All right. So, Jennifer, is there a Facebook page? Do we know? Did Listen, we lose Jennifer let's not too? get all challenging here. Let's just keep it to. <laughs> Are we even on the air anymore? I don't have any idea. Um, I bet Jemmy's still there. Jemmy's still here. <laughs> Debbie's still here. <laughs> Well, all right. Jennifer is uh, trying to get a guest on, I think. Anyway, I think there is a Facebook page for it, and we'll uh, we'll post that. Listen, there's going to be at least a dozen people there, Glenn. Could you I think know, can... do, do you know? Do you know how interesting a ride that would be uh, through the Everglades? It would be beautiful. Don't stray off the trail, or you're <laughs> going to end up in the swamps of sadness. Well, <laughs> while we're waiting for Dr. Chang, let's talk a little bit about Super Bowl commercials. Did you see the commercial that won? Well, I don't know. I, I looked at USA Today Ad Meter and saw which one won. And I'd, I'd seen a whole bunch we'll of them because I looked, I looked at online. a whole bunch. So we'll see if it agrees with mine. Oh, I know God. which one I like the best. Okay. Which one did you like the best? The Tide commercials definitely won the day. Actually, that one came, I think, in third or fourth. Really? Oh, the Tide commercial was great. You, did you see? I made fun of all the other commercials. That's yeah. the one I like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you see the commercial about Alexa getting sick? Yes. And yes, I did. And it was very funny. Okay. That one, one on USA Today. Did you see the Eli Manning commercial? Uh, so Eli Manning, who's a football player, Glenn, 
yes. and his and somebody else, Odell Beckham Jr., another football player, star in a Dirty Dancing Super Bowl yes. ad. I saw that and thought it was absolutely stupid. Are you serious? I they just did thought, the exact I Jennifer Grey, Patrick Swayze dance. How, well, I never saw that either. So I thought, how much do you have to pay these football players to do that? He did the exact Jennifer Grey, like, and, and, and they did the Jennifer Grey and uh, Patrick Swayze to the move. Yeah, it was I thought amazing. I was embarrassed for them. <gasps> it was so funny. Awful. How about the yeah. Australian uh, commercial, the Dundee commercial? Talk to, about, talk to me about talk to me about Chris Hemsworth. I, Chris. I mean, <laughs> I thought I like that this one. is going to be the most awesome movie. I cannot I wait. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> yeah. What else? They have to make put? the movie now because <laughs> they need to. And the fact that they had the real Crocodile Dundee they in there. Know. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome. So he awesome. looking old, though, the real Crocodile Dundee. I thought, I was wondering if, if he was even still alive. I guess he's he got to be like 92. <laughs> that movie came out when? In the 80s? In the 80s. <laughs> he looks I know. old. He did. Hi, Captain <laughs> Obvious. <laughs> but they, they paid a lot of money on that commercial. Um, uh, did you see here how much it cost this year to run a commercial? Well, it's usually, what, two, three million? <clears throat> Higher. Higher? Five million? Five million dollars for a commercial. And that's not doesn't include the cost of making the commercial. Look, but look at all the press. We're talking about it. Apparently, um there was a Doritos commercial and a Mountain Dew yeah. Ice commercial yeah. and a Toyota commercial that was really good. How about the voice? Did you see the voice commercial? No. With the horse? You didn't see the voice commercial with the horse? That was a good oh, commercial. There was we like that yeah. commercial. I only looked at the top ones, and if you liked it, it was probably terrible. No, no, so. you would like it because all your judges from The Voice were in it. It was pretty cool. It was okay. pretty commercial. You, you would cool. like it. Yeah. All right. No, I definitely think Tide won the day. That was best commercial. <laughs> and then it there was, were a lot of really boring ones, too. Um, The Lindsey Vaughn commercial where she was skiing, and then like yeah, they were playing the music. Sexy. And then she like, but it showed her rehabbing and getting back to work. Yes. I, I, oh, my God, I was crying. I cried <laughs> and I was in a bar. So it was doubly embarrassing. And you were with an Olympian. Uh, she wasn't there yet. Thank God. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you Olympians made me cry. Hey, do you, we, we should re-air the Lauren Billy's interview because we talked to her actually before the Olympics. And she, remember she was the, she's yeah. the first she ever Puerto, Puerto Rican eventer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so we talked to her about that. It was awesome. So we should we should play that if we have right. if we're bored. Dr. Chang is ready. All right. Well, Dr. Chang is here. Good morning, Dr. Chang. Good morning, Jamie. Good morning, Glenn. How are Good morning. you? We're great. Thank you for joining us. Um, I am in <laughs> California. Glenn is in a random place in Florida. And where are you coming to us from? <laughs> I am coming from a cold Toronto right now. It's minus, I think it's minus 10 or something like that here. And I, I we're talking Celsius, by the way, not, not, not Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's still cold. It's, it's still cold. cold. Yeah. It's anything minus is still cold. cold. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I was complaining that it was way too hot here in Southern California. It's like 86 degrees Fahrenheit. It was like crazy hot yesterday. And Glenn is like, oh, it's hot here in Florida. And we realize that we're complete jerks. So why are you there? Why aren't you traveling? There's got to be a trade show in the South to go to. Um, there must be. I just haven't found one. I, I'm getting uh, tired of living out of a suitcase too. You know that, right? 
<laughs> I know. I know. You're Tra- so traveling active. for fun and traveling for work is two different things. Right? I know. I know. So, <laughs> well, we hope you uh, aren't having to shovel too much snow. Um, and we're going to talk today a little bit about your natural liniment product, which I can say from experience is the best smelling liniment I've ever. I mean, it smells amazing. So talk to us about your natural liniment product. Okay. That, that product, is, that was one of the first products we ever made. And it came from an old recipe that, that, um, that the martial arts people use. I, I jokingly say this to everyone. Every Kung Fu master and his mother has a version of this liniment. <laughs> it's ancient Chinese it, secret. It's a very ancient Chinese secret. But what, what it is, is that basically it's a liniment that helps break up bruises. It brings down swelling and it works really, really well. We have a lot of um, people who use it. I mean, one of our favorite people, Selena O'Hanlon, who is an inventor from... Um, in, based out of Canada, Kingston, mm-hmm. what she, what they do, they t- they take um, the tetra, they soak it in in a um, like a, a, a diaper or even uh, what do you call it, gauze, and they put it on, strap it under the hoof, right, and it pulls out all that swelling and so on because you know sometimes oh, the it, it, they have sore feet. It's a good way of doing it. So that's what they do with it, and they Genius. just sort of wrap it in. Yeah, and it works really, really well. But what it is, is basically, um, it's an extract of about 18 different herbs, right? Um, and we use um, isopropyl alcohol as, a, as an extracting agent. And what, what you do, um, what we did with it, we took a basic formula and we added herbs which we knew had extra anti-inflammatory effect, meaning it has the ability to bring down swelling and so on. And we've had really, really good success with that. It, the product has to soak for about uh, um, about eight, uh, about five to six months. We let it soak to, to macerate. That's how, how long it takes to make a batch of this stuff. Wow. Right? But um, it's pronounced teta, right? And it comes from the, the, the Cantonese spelling of pronunciation, which is teta, which the Kung Fu people call it um um, tet meaning iron, da mean hit. Uh, so it's, it's pr- probably something that's if you get hit with iron, that's what you should be using. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great! It's a, so if you get hit with iron, that's what tet da means. Um, yeah, so, okay. yeah, that's if you get whacked with iron. <laughs> so is this like something that Bruce Lee would have used? <laughs> something like that. Uh, all, all these Chinese martial arts artists ha- have a version <laughs> of it, right? Um, but. You know, it's um, it, it's it's something that's been around for a long time, and and it's just that it um it hasn't made its way out of that that um circle of of um of use. So it, and when we when we got in when we got into the equine business, we said, Perf, this is a perfect liniment for horses because you know they're athletic, they pull muscles, they have sore muscles and so on. This works really well as a rub down with sore muscles and so on. And the best part of this liniment, you can actually wrap with it, and it and it doesn't burn. Okay, that yeah. was my so question. It's not one of those because, yeah, yeah, 
there's so many liniments that you have to, I mean, you got to read the label and sometimes they don't say it. And if in doubt, don't do it. Like when I get off a cross country course, I want to put some liniment on and like wrap their legs up real tight, try to bring down any inflammation, but there's so many liniments that you can't wrap because it's caustic and it can burn underneath there. So you're saying this kind of is, is really a tool to have in your uh, cross country belt. That is true. You can do it there, shoe jumping, uh, any horse, dressage, especially because when they have to hold it, you know, to get in, in, into the, the pose, et cetera, with the dressage horses and, you know, tight control movement, you know, you build up a lot of lactic acid in those things, in those muscles, you leave them sore, right? It's a good liniment to use. This is the, this is the liniment we should have in our, okay, so I'm, I'm sold now. So, uh, if it's good enough for Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan, it's good enough for my little Mustang. Okay. So <laughs> I'm in, but that's a great idea to soak the feet too. We, uh, to, to put it in the diapers and put it under the feet because you know, you do get a yeah. lot of bruising a lot of times, especially, you know, our listeners that go on these long trail rides and they come from a 25 miler. And then you want to really make your horse comfortable put these, put this in the, uh, in the foot. That's fantastic. How long do you yeah. recommend that the liniment sit on the horse? Um, in, in oh, the, liniment, the, li the liniment dries out fairly, um, very quickly. So, uh, what, what happens with it? The liniment is based with, um, isopropyl alcohol. And so that dries off, right? The, it's a carrying agent that takes the active ingredients out of the herb, but it also helps it penetrate the skin to get into the underlying muscles and so on. Mm -hmm. um, but it, so it's not an oil-based product, so it doesn't sit there forever. So it, it dries out, and, so, and that's a nice part about it too. Um, it, it won't stain, because I know a lot of people um, with the, some of the liniments stain. This one does not stain at all. Okay, fantastic. So you don't even have to worry about getting it off in a couple hours and washing it out. It just no, you just no, let it go. No. Yeah, it'll it'll um it'll be great. You know, you okay. can, and it's used by people, etc. So it, it's even uh, if you have a long trail ride and all the every muscle you known to to yourself aches, put some of that on. It really helps. Ooh, it's another one for people. I love it. And it's called Equine Tetda Natural Liniment. And you can find it at OmegaAlphaEquine.com. Uh, and then you guys also have um, some, like a lot of people message us and go, where do I buy this stuff? Go to OmegaAlphaEquine.com and under the where to buy tab, on that page, you'll find a list of the e-dealers, or you can enter your zip code to see if there's a dealer near you. If you can't find what you're looking for, call one, write this down, get a pen, 1-877-436-1221, 1-877-436-1221, and ask for Claire. She'll help you find a dealer that you can purchase from. If you want to become a dealer, you can do that too. Um, and you know, if, if you go to a regular tax shop and they don't carry Omega Alpha products, you can always say, Hey, you guys should carry this, uh, C Smith at Omega Alpha.ca. We'll be happy to contact them and, uh, you can find all that on the website as well. So, uh, we, we just love your products, Dr. Chang. We're so happy that you're a sponsor and we love talking to you. I love, I love Mondays. When you're on, come on down to Wellington, Dr. Chang. It's nice and toasty. Save nice yourself. and warm down here. I, you know, that's a ringing endorsement. When I heard 86 in California, it's also a nice place to go. You know? <laughs> come on, baby. Anywhere. 
Anywhere at 86 degrees is a nice place to place be right to go. now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> There's Thank some you, empty Jane. rooms and vacancy <laughs> at the Motel 6 up the street. We'll get your room. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, right. thank you for having me on board this morning. All right. Take okay. care. Com. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. <clears throat> that liniment smells so good. And Does it? I, if I put it in my tack box... Uh, but I didn't know how amazing it was. I just needed some lemon liniment and I like to use natural herbal products. I don't like to use all the chemicals and stuff. I brush my teeth with Tom's, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I, if it's good, if it's good enough for me, it's good enough for my horse. I put it in my tack box and like, I opened my tack box when I got here and it jostled around a little bit. Oh my God. My whole tack box smells amazing. <laughs> smells so good. Usually you open it up, you're like, uh, some like liniments are leather. really bad too. Some liniments are like, oh. There used to be this liniment that everybody swore by and it got pulled off the shelves because it was like completely toxic. And I used to coat myself in that. So after that, I, I'd be like, I'm herbal. Like, I'm just going to be <laughs> completely non chemical, chemical for if you think about it. Case, are you ready for this, Glenn? And you're probably not going to care, but this is the crunchy me coming out. When you wake up in the morning, or when I wake up in the morning, I was coating myself in sunscreen, moisturizer, uh, brushing my teeth, and throwing deodorant on. That is four different kinds of massive amounts of chemicals that I'm putting in my body or on my skin. I was like, I got to cut back. I can't do this all the time. And, you know, that doesn't include makeup. Like, I'm glad I you wear, didn't but... cut back on deodorant. Can I just throw that in? Uh, you know what? I've tried like 16 different brands of deodorant that don't have aluminum in it. And mm-hmm. any recommendations work. out there would be great. <laughs> I find <laughs> that they might, they work in like Chad other kept locations. Saying, Chad by afternoon yeah. was saying, well, that didn't work. That in Phoenix, I, we're not cut out for, Phoenix is not cut out for herbal deodorant. <laughs> Phoenix you know, Tom, Jennifer uses Tom's and it really does work. Yeah. I haven't told her once it hasn't worked. Because you, you know natural, where it, what's Tom's? good for you. Yeah. 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 Yes. Tom's toothpaste, Tom's. I go to Sprouts and I just buy like all my, I, all my makeup comes from Sprouts. I don't know anything deodorant that's going to work in Phoenix when it's 120 degrees. It I, doesn't. And yeah. so <laughs> by like 10 a.m., I'm apologizing. I'm like, I, I would be like, I'm sorry. I'm trying a new deodorant. It's clearly not working. <laughs> I'm trying to go chemical free. Just stand upwind. Stand upwind. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so we're going to be getting Leslie on here, who is coming to us from some foreign land. We'll see if she has a good enough interconnection or internet connection to uh, to actually talk to her today. Well, I'm not sure. She might be one of the twelve trail riders that this guy is talking about in Florida. <laughs> in the Everglades, riding in the Everglades. Uh, we expect at least a dozen people. Like we should have bigger t- guests on today. <laughs> Uh, uh, Leslie, are you there? I am. Hey, hi, Wiley. Where on earth are you? Norway. First one. (laughs) Yes, I'm live from Bergen, Norway. Why? Oh, why not? We. (laughs) Um, I'm here with. uh, I'm on a um, equestrian journalist journalism retreat with um, Lisa Slade. Well, basically, you're on a vacation with your best friend. Yeah, that means she's there to drink. There's no journalism getting done. (laughs) Oh, um, no, yeah, I actually just got in um, this morning, so I'm running on not very much sleep, so I hope I can string together 
sentences, coherent sentences this morning. No, no promises. Don't lie. Don't lie. You were hungover. It's all good. It's all good. Long flight. Long flight. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, an event? but I, I got to tell you guys, um, Norwegian Airlines, I got, I mean, my flight over here from Newark was $86. Oh and and I think, I mean, total, it was like $236. What? So How did you do that? Or not, I was in Newark. It was not Newark. It was Stewart Airport, which is um, about an hour and a half north of New York City. You have to take a bus there. Um, but it's so worth it. Uh, like, I mean, $236, how can do they you have not seats? Get- do you have to ride in the cargo department? What? Eighty-six dollars. You don't. You don't want to hear what my husband says about the pilots of those airlines. Oh, I bet. Yeah, I bet. Well, you know, I'm deeply, I'm deeply concerned about the future of this airline um, because you'd think for that amount of money it would be like packed to the packed to the gills. But there were only twenty-four people on my um, international flight, so they had to. Only did you have a row to yourself? You had multiple rows to yourself. Multiple rows, yeah. Um, So they, you know, like they had to move ten of us up to the front. They moved me to an exit row. Um, But they're uh, like, we need to distribute the weight. Distribute the weight. I only (laughs) thought they did that for Piper Cubs. I didn't know they did that. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Could you bring luggage on, or was that not allowed? No, I, I yeah, I mean, I just brought a carry on. Um, you got to keep it in your lap. There's no overhead compartment. Okay, so it's right. Bergen, Norway. Did they serve some kind of odd fish that smelled bad? <laughs> nope, 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 um, nope. Uh, nope. Swedish, no. Swe- no, Swedish, Swedish fisher. meatballs. Swedish no, fisher. I gotta know too. Uh, as a, as a mother of a four-year-old uh, and having seen every Pixar movie, isn't that where the How to Train Your Dragons is? So have you seen any dragons? I haven't seen any dragons yet, but yet. Um, I've only been here a few it's hours. Okay, Why are you there? I, are you I am really, in, I'm on a Nor, uh, Norwegian, Norwegian fjord um, research trip, actually. Oh. The truth comes out. Are, that, are that's you, for, I mean, is it a little the, snowy and cold right now? <laughs> It is snowy and cold. Yep. And dark. And dark. dark. <laughs> no wonder it was $36 round trip. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to go there now. There's right. probably not even it's any skiing. It's, just it's like a great nothing. place for a, for a write, writing retreat because it's, you just want to stay inside and write, right? So what I'm, is the alcohol of choice in Norway? I don't know. She hasn't found out yet. We'll know that next yeah. week. We'll get back to you on that. Siri, what is the booze they drink in Norway? <laughs> Alexa, can you hear me? She just woke everybody's Alexa up. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, order a bottle of whatever booze they serve in Norway and ship it. Hey, there you go. Thanks. You can thank me, everybody, when that bottle comes. Do they have Norway in uh, Epcot? Because that's the only time I've ever drank my yes, way around. Yes, and they the have the. Uh, isn't that where they have the? They have the ice thing. The Aqua. Elsa. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I don't know. They that was a booze. movie thing. The Frozen movie that ride now in Norway. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the market up. Girls. That's the movie. You're that's in right. the land of Elsa the Queen. That's right. Hello. Oh. Watch out for the evil one. But you okay. turn you into ice. He's nice yeah. now, Glenn. You must not have seen the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, what uh, you guys wrote an article about the uh, lack. We were discussing the Super Bowl commercials. Did you, did you watch it on the plane? 
Uh, no. no. Did you see any? <laughs> there's the no. There's no TV on. The, on the Norwegian Air Freight six dollars. No. no, no, no. There's no <laughs> Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Do they have anything? No. 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 Food, <laughs> drink, anything? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> How long a flight was that? I uh, wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Seven hours, six hours, something like that. Seven hours on Norwegian Air. <laughs> Yeah, but no, uh, new, no Super Bowl. But I didn't hear I didn't miss anything because there's no um, Clydesdale commercial. That is not year. true. There were some horses in commercials. Well, there were. Yeah, the Voice had a horse. The Voice commercial oh. had a horse. Uh huh. And the one Tide commercial had a horse that looks like they photoshopped it and made it twelve times longer. Um, uh-huh. I don't know what the hell that was about. <laughs> <laughs> it's the longest horse I've ever seen. Um, they definitely photoshopped that baby. Uh, so there was a there was there, and the Budweiser had a commercial, but they didn't show it during the Super Bowl. So, huh. yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a new there's like a little um, internet. Uh, yeah, you can look it up on YouTube. There they did put out a little mm-hmm. Clydesdale spot just to appease Which all. Which was us, not but... their best Clydesdale spot ever. No, but, no. 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 Okay, and they, but there were a lot of eagles, and uh, so so animals were represented and very well. I yeah, but yeah, you okay. did on this blog post. You did uh, no bud or sorry, folks, no Budweiser Clydesdale Super Bowl commercial this year. But then you put them all in. There were like tw- yeah. twenty of them from the past. Oh, yeah. cool! So you can go review them all. Yeah, there were some really yeah. good. Some I forgot about, especially the ones with puppies and the ones with what's his name. Oh, the Don puppy jeans. ones were the best. Don Jeans, who was a guest. So they oh. just did a, st- a study on the most, the best Super Bowl commercial of all time, and the one that won was Puppy Love. Oh, that was oh, so good. That was a good one. Now, I have to brag on a friend of ours while you're on here, Leslie. Mm-hmm. Her name is Chrissy Joy, and she actually lived with us for a year when we lived in Lexington, and she's now a dog trainer, and mm-hmm. she helped put the Puppy Bowl together. Oh and Jennifer gosh. said she saw her on TV yeah, during the Puppy Bowl. Yay, she was there. For- <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so exciting. Everyone yeah. keeps talking about, so there's like a sloth or something, like as a referee this year or something? I don't know. In the Puppy Jennifer, Bowl? Jennifer, well, you watched it. Was there I, a sloth? I, watched, I didn't just watch the Puppy Bowl. I watched the pregame show. I watched the <laughs> camp, the secret behind the scenes camp special and the Puppy Bowl. So did you, did you see the sloth? I mean, it's like all over Twitter. You know, I don't know. The sloth, really, in the greater scheme of things, played a relatively small role. But hello, it's a uh, sloth. sloth. <laughs> Everybody loves a sloth. He wasn't in the puppy bowl, but he was in the training camp behind the scenes. Yes. They oh had piglets, gosh. too. I saw the piglets. They were cute. Yeah, they were pretty cute. <laughs> you know what I watched? I watched <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Grind. Who was he? Okay. Oh. I missed <laughs> There was, a Justin was he was he so good? Oh my god! Let me please go back and, and watch uh, the Super Bowl halftime show. He's he's like one of the few celebrities I can think of that has just never put a foot wrong. Never, you know. Except just for like, you know, except like, for the whole Nipplegate thing. The whole Nipplegate. Well, thing. That I mean, he came out of that like a pro. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he just comes out of everything like a pro. He did date Britney Spears for a while. That was, I guess, that was and he question, left her, so that was good. judgment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he came out of it like a pro. He left like a pro. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let me just educate you a little bit, Leslie. While while you're sitting mm-hmm. in Norway, I want to talk to you about what the actual booze in Norway is. Um, aside from coffee, they drink, and one of the national drinks is called Aquavit, and it is a schnapps-type drink. It's 
Sadly, complete no, Glenn. This is there's no sugar in the snops. It's potatoes and caraway seeds is what it's made out of. But (laughs) if any worse than fermented mare's milk, she drank. It it tastes like I because I've had it before, and I literally thought I had taken dirt water into my mouth. But it's called the water of life in Norway. It's probably because they're so dang cold all the time that they can't, they uh-huh. blood freezes. So they need the aqua, the vodka in there. It's like a vodka with like dill and fennel and coriander and caraway seeds and just. Um, caraway so seeds. I don't know what that is. The other things that you could eat is lapscouse, pinnacot, rydenstrivik, which is reindeer roast, lutefisk. And uh, crumb kicker. So, oh, I've seen Ludovic. That's awful. Isn't they had that in? That's um, like the stinky fish. Yeah. yeah, in a jar. Yeah, not good. Hey, um, did anybody see the the new movie, the the uh, soldier movie? Speaking of Helmsworth, the horse anybody soldiers. See yeah, everybody. Anybody see it? No, I'm pretty sure that that's going to be a big time cry for me. And I just, I don't know if yeah. I can handle it right now. I saw that uh, you did an article on it on Horse Nation. Yeah, Kristen. Did. Um, yeah, it's called 12 Strong. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, I guess, some, uh, this, it's, it uh, is the story of the special forces group that was deployed to Afghanistan immediately after 9 11 and their battle charge on horseback. It's like they fought alongside. Um, some of the locals there and, and, you know, it, it, um, I heard a couple of the interviews now about the horses there. Truly the only actor (laughs) was Chris who had ridden a horse before. Mm -hmm. So, and, and in real life that the guy he plays, the leader was the only one that had ridden a horse. So the whole unit had not ridden horses and they they had I saw I heard an interview like in real life like in real life they had not ridden horses till they got there and they were told wow. you're riding these horses into battle wow so I mean explosions everywhere now Jennifer's brother mm-hmm. did that actually he was assigned over there as a Green Bray shortly after this group w- went in and he also rode horses for like a year in the mountains there fighting on horseback <laughs> so it was a thing and it did happen and Jennifer said that she she doesn't think she can see this movie just because it's a little too close to home. But yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, I want to talk to him. Apparently, from what I've heard, every Marine and Special Forces person that's seen the movie says it's like 95% accurate and they loved it. Oh, gosh. So, so it, it apparently is true to life. They said the explosions were a little off, you know, a little <laughs> larger than life. But, <clears throat> but otherwise, and I want to talk to her brother and see if he's seen it because he was 23 years as a Green Beret. So, uh-huh. Um, I don't know if he's, you know, I'd be interested to know if he's willing to go back and relive that at all, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I want, I do want to see it. I think it's a, it sounds like it's getting great reviews. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And it, it makes me respect um, Chris Hemsworth a little bit. And he looks like he's uh, actually can sit on a horse with some he was the huntsman. competency. Right. That's he where he learned the to huntsman. ride. He was the huntsman. Of course he can ride. Now, oh, the, others, yeah. the others that you see, that the actors that look like they can't ride, they didn't have to act because the soldiers couldn't ride. So just, <laughs> it was natural. They said oh, yeah. uh, several fell off during the filming. Uh-huh. Uh, there were quite a few that came off during the filming, including Chris apparently came off a time or two. It's like not only <laughs> do they have to ride, they've got to hold their big old guns. Their big and old, their packs like, apparently were like 60 guns. pounds. 
So wow. <laughs> the pack. <laughs> we need to talk to the horse trainer of that movie set. Yeah. Right. yeah. Challenge Hurry Gauntlet on. Throne. Who can find horse, horse <laughs> nation or horse it. radio? Yeah, I don't know where they filmed it. <laughs> well, we're gonna we have to get in her like, she's got a she's got some blood fist to eat and some mm-hmm. uh, some seed seed alcohol to drink. Aquavit. It's the Norwegian fjord horses to find. You know, they're they were I was kind of looking them up. They were known to exist in Norway at the end of the last ice age. It is believed that are the you ancestors really going to look for the, Norwegian fjord horses or are you just saying that? I mean, they've got to be around here somewhere. <laughs> right? <laughs> They're pretty Basically, cute. Let me, let me point out what kind of really <laughs> happened here is Leslie Wiley gets the Orbitz Expedia emails yep. and they're like, hey, $39 to Norway. So she calls Lisa and she's like, Lisa, let's go to Norway and get drunk and have fun. And it's only $39. And Lisa's like, okay, let's go. And so they hop a plane. They're like, how can we write this off? Okay, <laughs> we're going to make it a work trip. We're going to find some Norwegian fjords and we'll just write an article about it. It'll be awesome. Uh-huh. And, and let Lisa's like, okay, let's do it. And then boom, they're there. Here they are. Boom. Boom. How Come close on, am full, I? Full report on those ponies. <laughs> I did the same thing in Iceland. Remember I went and rode the Icelandic ponies on the volcano. Yeah, but yeah. you actually yep. had that planned. <laughs> Nothing planned. <laughs> I think it's awesome. You're my hero. <laughs> uh, when did you book this trip? Yesterday? Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> there were a lot of tickets left. <laughs> yeah. Are you staying in the, We saw a show. It's in Norway, too. There's a, there's an ice hotel. Are you staying in the ice hotel? Sleeping what? on the ice? No, we're no. in an Airbnb, but I didn't know there, there was an ice hotel. Yeah, it's not cheap, though. It's like $500 a night to sleep on ice. Seems not. Yeah, it seems not real comfortable either. <laughs> right. A little chilly. Right. Well, well, you have fun over there in Norway. All Get right. Some sleep. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> you have a great, great day. Bye. Bye. Who flies to Norway just on a whim? Um, people Plus. with no children. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm learning a little bit about what it's like to be in a house with kids for the first time in my life. How'd it go? Well, I was here yesterday, and and um, Jojo lives here, who's about five years old. Five, six? It'll be six next month. And I got, I, I'm hearing words out of um, mouths that I've never heard before not being a parent. Like cheeses? I, a lot of poop talk. Um, like cheeses. Um, and the one I told you about this morning, that was... Yeah, first time he ever had a booger in his throat. I heard that this morning, uh. and that was as I was eating breakfast. Um, so I'm learning a little bit about what you go through every day, and I have new respect. It's, um, you know what? Respect your mama. She raised you and you were that monster as well. Okay. And the hard thing about our mamas is they didn't have iPads to give the children to entertain them. I don't know how they actually, I don't know how they did it. I mean, really, I don't. I go out and chop wood. Is that what your mom made you do? Like that would be like all I could do. No, she sent us to bed and we were not allowed to get up. (laughs) That's just, you knew threat of death. You're not allowed to get up. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I all think the that, boys in the house. I know there were four of us, and I don't know how that. I don't know how we didn't kill each other. But yeah, I so I have new respect for you, is what I'm saying. I'm trying oh, to give well, you some respect here. Thank you very much. I did it once, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And JoJo's good, and that. So I can't imagine a bad kid. <laughs> that must be a nightmare. Just saying. Yeah. 
All I have right, friends well, with bad kids. We don't go to their house anymore. Let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, tomorrow, there will be no live show. We will try and put out the interview tomorrow night uh, as soon as we get it with McLean Ward, which we're excited about, Emily and I. And then Wednesday, you'll be back with uh, Debbie's going to join you from right beside you, right? Yes, because where are you going? I am going to the PodFest conference, which uh, is where I met Jemmy, actually. Um, but I have to do a keynote speech there, which I actually finally did write. And then uh, we're also doing a roast, so I have to get ready for the roast, too. So are you uh, did you employ my roast ideas? I, I haven't done anything about the roast yet, but I have the link I have to go watch. So thank oh you for sending that because I really haven't done anything yet. Uh, so then we, then from we head from Orlando and Jennifer picks us up and takes us to the port for the cruise next week. Oh, yeah, that's cruise. right. It's been yeah. fun. You have the week off next week, by the way. I know. Thank God. All right. All right. Unless you want us to call in from the ship. No, I'm good. Um, Okay. I'm good. All right. All right Thank you, guys you, everybody. Have fun. Everybody have a great day. Spain Nuttergeld. Play the music. Cue the music. There it is. 